You're listening to the Cheer Biz Podcast, where we dive into the business of running and owning your gym. Join us as we speak to industry experts, business gurus, and discuss how we can take your passion and turn it into profit. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Cheer Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Cotton, and today we are going to be talking about the pitfalls of delegation. Now, before we get into the episode, I want to make sure you head over to Cheer and Gymnastics Gym Owners on Facebook, and you have joined that Facebook group if you are a cheer or a gymnastics gym owner. Head on over to All Star Cheer Coaches and Owners if you are a coach or a coach and owner. And make sure you get over to nextgenowners.com to check out all of our other offerings, learn how you can join join the academy, and take advantage of everything we do. Especially, you've got to check out our conference we are hosting in San Diego the first weekend of January of 2024. If you want to learn more about delegation, you want to learn more about how to effectively do that and how to delegate, or you want to bring some people that you delegate to to help them learn The conference is the best place to do that in person. You are going to leave invigorated, having learned so much and have a lot of things to do when you get home. So make sure you get registered for our conference. We have coaches tracks, owners tracks, managers tracks. We've got all the skill learning, all of the director learning, all of the business owner learning. We've got it all. It's going to be absolutely amazing as all of our next gen conferences are. All right. Now, Let's get into the episode. So what are some of the pitfalls of delegation? Delegation is a really, really popular buzzword. And sometimes it can feel kind of like an enigma. Like everyone says delegation, but how do I do it? People say to do it, but what does that mean? All you know is that everyone said that you need to delegate. So you're like, YOLO, let's do some delegation. However, While delegation is critical to growing your business and increasing your time and freedom and creating opportunities for your staff to grow their cheerleading career into an actual career that can make them money, it also can be epically messed up, creating a litany of problems. So what are the common pitfalls of delegation? Well, number one, And this is the most common pitfall I see is confusing abdication with delegation. Now, I use this term a lot with a lot of different things because oftentimes people will abdicate rather than uh, delegate or abdicate rather than be compassionate, right? And abdication is the act of completely giving something away. And we never want to just completely just give it away. I've abdicated it. I've said, here you go. It's all yours and walk away. That's abdication. Delegation is 150% not that. Delegation is not the act of giving someone a task and then walking away from that task and not helping them at all. You need to actually stay on top of supervising people you delegate to. You need to have check-ins. You need to be giving them resources. You need to be offering a lifeline. You need to be there to oversee and supervise that delegation. If you just simply say, hey, I want you to take over our recreational tumbling program, and that's it, and you say go, and you don't supervise, you don't give them tools, you don't give them resources, you don't help them out in any way, then you're not delegating, you're abdicating. 
And this is where things go really, really wrong. So oftentimes people are like, well, I don't want to micromanage, so I'm going to just let them do it. I'm going to trust them to do it because that's the whole point of delegation. If, I, if I'm sitting there supervising, then I'm not truly delegating. That's not accurate. So you have to supervise in order to delegate, which means you give them a clear set of expectations. You give them clear due dates, clear timelines, clear things that you need them to accomplish. And then as they are going through it, you are checking in on them. You are supervising them. You're giving them resources. And believe it or not, people will actually appreciate that more than they will appreciate just being given complete and utter freedom with no follow-up later. And I can tell you guys, I've done this, right? I've given people tasks. And this is where I think you you hear the most common phrase of like, oh, I just wish they would care as much as I do, or I, I just wish they would think like an owner. And that's a really unfair standard to put on any of our staff. We can't expect them to think like a business owner because they're not a business owner. And if they did think like a business owner, then they would probably be a business owner and not an employee. So it is an unfair expectation to say, you just need to think like an owner. I don't understand. And you may hear stories from other gym owners who have that manager. They have that person that is their person and they can give them a task with very little other information. They can say, Hey, I need you to start running Facebook ads to promote this event. And they'll, even if they've never done it before, they will figure it out. They will execute it and they'll knock it out of the park. Those people are anomalies. They are rare. They do not pop up, pop up very often. So one, if you have one of those people, you need to hold on to them. And two, you cannot expect that that's just going to be every experience you have with delegation. So if you even if you have that person in your gym, the next person you delegate to, it's probably not going to go like that. The next pitfall I see people getting into is giving away the things that they love to do and fire them up and keeping the things that you hate doing. So you go, well, I know I need to delegate, so I'm going to delegate running my all-star program, or I'm going to delegate training staff, or I'm going to delegate whatever it is, something that you love to do in your business. I'm going to delegate that out because I've been told to delegate, and that's something that other people have delegated, so I'm going to do that. But you love doing that thing, and you've now given away the thing that makes you look forward to coming to work, makes you look forward to being a business owner. So if you are delegating the thing that you are truly, truly passionate about, you actually are not retaining the things that you should be retaining. And so what a lot of owners will do is they'll end up keeping all the things they hate doing, which are oftentimes very menial tasks like running payroll or you know, just processing payments, doing data entry, doing those things that they don't like doing, and they're really not owner level tasks, but they don't delegate those out because they're not fun, they're not sexy, and so they don't get their staff excited. But the reality is, is though a lot of those things that you're we're talking about there are things that you can delegate to someone else or offload to someone else, and they'll enjoy doing it. There are people out there that enjoy doing data entry. I don't, but there are people who like doing it. They like the satisfaction of creating those spreadsheets. There are people who love doing email marketing and love getting on an active campaign and, and building automations and building email marketing. I don't love doing it. I think it's kind of fun. There are people who love working on websites and coding and doing those things, but that may not be your, your 5-10%. There are people who love running an all-star program. Maybe you hate running an all-star program. Find someone who loves doing it and 
pass that off to them, delegate it to them, supervise, make sure it's being delivered the way you want, but take that off your plate. Instead of offloading the things you love to do and keeping the things you hate because they're things that have to be done, unload the things that you hate doing. Because if you hate doing them, you're putting them off and you're not doing them very well. The number three pitfall I see, and I've made this one myself, is choosing the wrong person for the job. So you decide, you hear, I need to delegate. I've been told I need to delegate. Or maybe you have that employee who comes to you and they say, I want to help more. I want to. I want you to use me more and delegate things to me. And you're like, okay, well, I needed someone to take on this project. So here you go. But the question is, are they the right person for the job? You have to determine that first. So if you are offloading something that is heavy in data entry and organization to your all-star cheer coach who isn't good at those things, they're really good at coaching tumbling or they're really good at coaching stunts, but they're not good at being organized, being on time. You know, They don't fill out things on time. They check band rarely or they check their email rarely. Right? They're just not that person who's going to sit down and knock a project out. And you delegate something that is heavy into that to them because they asked for it or you know it needs to get done and you know that they're available, then you're picking the wrong person for the job and it's not going to get done right. It's just only going to create friction and frustration and challenges because you picked the wrong person. So you got to make sure that you are delegating to the right people. Don't delegate your preschool program to someone who has no patience and doesn't like working with parents and kids. They've got to be able to do those things. So make sure that you're being really intentional when you decide who it is you're going to delegate to. So again, reviewing our three big pitfalls, confusing abdication with delegation, giving away the things you love to do and keeping the things you hate, and choosing the wrong person for the job. Now, Delegation is quite literally the key to freedom. By delegating our tasks, we give ourselves the time to focus on the things we should be doing, the things that we love doing. But if you do it wrong, the next thing you know, you're spending even more time dealing with something you delegated. Despite the desire to blame the individual, I'm here to tell you that the problem is actually in that circumstance, most likely you. Because even if they messed up, then you likely picked the wrong person for the job. Now, are there circumstances where that doesn't apply? Yes, there are. So as you leave this podcast, I have a couple steps for you. If you've already delegated things in your business, then I want you to look at what you've already stepped into, like what what pitfalls you may have already stepped into. So if you've already delegated, where may I have confused abdication with delegation? Or what may I have given away that I really didn't want to give away? Or what job did I give someone that I've been really frustrated with them and looking at this? It's because I gave them the wrong job. It's not that I can't delegate something to them, but I gave them the wrong task. And no matter which one you've aired in, I want you to correct it. And yes, that may mean having the hard conversation of I'm taking this off your plate. Right, I'm not going to have you do this anymore. A great example is an all-star director. Right, You say, you're going to be my all-star director. And one of your tasks to be my all-star director is going to be to register for competitions, do all the USASF uh, rosters or whatever rostering you do. You're going to do all of those things. And I'm going to task you with that. But this person, you hired them because they're really good at coaching and they're not really good at those, those data entry, You know, meeting those suspense dates and meeting those times. Correct it. Take that off their plate. And maybe that means they get less money, or maybe you find another task for them, but you can correct it. 
You absolutely can. You are in control of this situation. You've made the bed, okay? You don't just have to sleep in it. You can strip the bed and remake it the way you want it to be. Now, if you're someone who is a receiver of the delegation and you're listening to this episode, you're not the owner, and you're someone who is a receiver of that delegation and you find that you are in one of these pitfalls or one of these pitfalls has occurred, then meet with your owner or the individual who delegated the task to you and find solutions. Say, hey, I think you picked the wrong person for this job. I'm not good at this. Or, hey, I don't feel like I have any support. I feel like you've abdicated all responsibility to me and I don't know how, what winning looks like, what success looks like. Or, hey, I feel like you're micromanaging me because you love doing this thing. And so I'm not really doing it. I'm just, I'm just your monkey typing or your, your monkey carrying out this thing that you love to do. So maybe you should take this back on and maybe you should give me something else that I love to do. If you have yet to delegate, I want you to start by creating a list of the things that you love to do. This is where I want you to start. And those are the things that you love to do and don't ever want to give away. Then I want you to make a counter list of the things that you hate to do or the things that you are not good at. Now, this may relate to things that you love to do. You may love to do something but not be very good at it. And that doesn't mean you have to give it up, but you might want to. So make a list of all the things that you love to do and all the things that you hate to do and aren't good at. And then I want you to write a list of people who would be good or even great at these tasks and how you could delegate it to them. From then, you're going to need to go through a process of what are going to be the key indicators to success, performance agreements, all of those things that are going to help build them up for success and avoid the pitfall of abdication and delegation. But that is a much more nuanced approach. And I would recommend if you need help with that, then you you need to join the academy. You need to get a coach. You need to get some of the resources that we have there that we can help you with this delegation. All of our coaches are delegating within their gyms and within their businesses. So that's what I want you to do as you leave the podcast. Now, I hope you've enjoyed the episode. If you're looking for other great content, you've got to check out the Let's Talk Cheer podcast with Jason Larkins. Great content, great guy. We're going to be doing some podcasts here in the near future. Hope you loved the episode. And with that, we will catch you on the next one. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Cheer Biz Podcast. If you would like to be featured on our podcast, click the link in our description to apply. If you're interested in joining NextGen, visit our website at www.nextgenowners.com. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Thanks for listening.